rdtdaily.com presents a Tara Buster with comedian Tara Devlin. Where am I? There I am. Hi, guys. My name is Tara Devlin. Hi. What are you guys doing? It's a little late. I usually go on a little earlier, but I just couldn't do it. I couldn't get here. Look at my hair. Oh, crap. Look at me. Oh, brother. Whatever. What can you do? What's the alternative, right? I mean, I'm talking about getting older. I don't care. I'm really, I really don't care. My name is Tara Devlin. Thank you for hanging out. This is Unapologetic Liberal Talk. And we meet here every Saturday evening from 6 to 8 p.m. Eastern at the RDT Daily Facebook and YouTube channels. That's right here. If you're on YouTube, it's youtube.com slash C for channels slash RDT Daily Media. And please hit the subscribe and the like and the notification bell so you will be informed when we're when we have a show like this all of the sudden i'm here i don't know you know it sucks that we don't have a regular weekday time it makes it would make life easier and and, and i'm sure it would make your life easier if you want to join us on a regular basis oh here come oh here it starts already dumbass woman she has no idea great comment donald owens on facebook dumbass woman she has no idea really well i have a few ideas probably a little bit um more coherent than you are considering i'm assuming you're a trump to say something like that to to go onto the internet on this window to the world pop on someone's facebook feed and say something completely inane. Yeah, you'd have to be the, the a, a, an eager dupe to a tax-cheating, draft-dodging, dictator-envying con man with a fake university, a vitamin scam, a fake veterans charity, a, a, an entire fake origin story. Because you, but you voted for him because he played. A successful businessman on reality TV. Now that takes a special kind of stupid. You get a standing ovation for stupid, Donald Owens. But that's what they do on this whole window to the world. They could be doing other things like educating themselves. But you see, that's really out of the... Um, the realm of possibilities for a Trump Banzi. They see this window to the world. Like this is, there's so many cool things on the internet, not just pornography, of course, where you can, what I enjoy doing, I have to, I don't know if you guys know about this. There's a, uh, if you go on Google Earth, you can literally walk through the ruins of Pompeii on Google Earth. It's really interesting and fascinating. And, that's, that's the kind of stuff you can do. You can watch all kinds of history documentaries. You can learn. You, there, you can read the classics for free. You can even have, if you have trouble reading, sometimes I don't like reading because I not like. I don't have the time. I can't just sit there and read a book, uh, unfortunately. I 
But I listen to a lot of books on tape. I listen to a lot of lectures. There's, you can go on iTunes for free and go through, listen to an entire lecture series from top universities like Harvard, Yale. I went through the whole um, Civil War course on, on iTunes, and it's great. The good, it's all the good parts, all the fun parts about going to university, but none of the homework, of course. Listening to these amazing scholars. And what does Donald Owens choose to do? The Trump and Z, the dumb ass woman, she has no idea. Now, what wouldn't I have an idea about? That I do have an, an an idea that you're in, you're not that smart. Not it's not that I pulled that out of the air. But you know, know them by their fruits. Not that you would even. What would you even say? What can you do and say to defend the the con man? And the greed-centered death cult that is destroying this country. And whatever, who cares? I'm an idiot. He's an idiot. So uh, we'll see what if he shuts his uh, Trump and Z mouth. And he can listen. He can definitely listen. I don't mind them hanging around, but they never know how to behave. You know what I mean? They can't come in here and they they might as well join us. Join us and say. Oh, this is what I believe. And perhaps we can inform you and save you from yourself, from looking like the idiot that you are. So, but they don't have an interest in that. What is, what is it? What's, uh, what's the dumbass part? What are we doing? That's dumbass. We're here talking about and, and discussing, well, the truth. Truth has such a liberal bias, doesn't it? Facts, truth, decency, dignity, democracy, they have such a liberal bias. And they're so offensive to Trump and Z's. What is it? It's what it is. It's, it's a cult. And the more outrageous, the more ugly a cult, the more violent their um, supporters, and you can see this that's what they are. Oh, I got to tell you something that happened to me before I keep going. Um, speaking of violent, stupid, ugly, I, I, God, God, help me. I was sitting here. When the hell was it? Now that I'm, I'm every day merges into the next, like one big long-ass day, punctuated by giving another Trump and Z a case of red ass on the internet. But I was sitting here. What the hell? What the, I'm just looking it up on my phone when I got this call. Oh, it was Sunday. That's right. Sunday. It was yesterday. Holy shit, how time flies. So yesterday I was sitting here in my this seat and the phone rang. An unknown number. Well, it wasn't unknown. It was a, it was not I didn't recognize the number. And I didn't pick it up. I, you know, you get all these calls constantly. Sales calls. I get calls from every 
animal organization, every democratic organization, whatever. I'm not, I don't feel like you guys know, you don't pick it up. So then it calls again. So it called once I didn't pick it up and then it immediately called back. And then I thought, well, maybe this is something I need to pick up. And that I'm sure was a tactic now that I, I, let me tell you what happened. So I picked it up. It was a robocall, and the voice said, hello, this is Paul. And it was clearly being activated by my voice. So I said, hello. I said, um, it started off nice. And then it, it said, you have been identified as someone who has been sharing fake news about the president online. I kid you not. And I was like, what? And he, then it started to curse at me. All right. It said, you need to, uh, I'm trying to remember exactly how he said, you need to really think about what you're doing and stop sharing this shit. That's what it said. Stop sharing this shit because of the things you have shared And it said, you have killed two people. And this is what it was saying. And I started, holy shit. And it was a recording. And I started to try to record it. And I fucking hung up the phone. So um, I was really angry at myself for doing that. And I posted it on on Twitter, the, the phone number. Let's see. I have it on my Twitter feed, but... Also, uh, here it is. Wait, no, that's not the right one. Uh, 607-838-1162 from Freeville, New York. No no coincidence, I'm sure. Freeville, you know, because they're all about freedom, supposedly, when we know that means they're not about freedom. They're about repression and regression and hatred, bondage. You know, anything. If you're the freedom of the elite to suck on our entire body politic and our and us like bloated ticks. That's basically the freedom. And idiots like Donald Owens to say the N word without some um, dumbass woman like me saying, you know, you're a dumbass, Donald Owens. So I posted it online. Because I'm sure I'm not the only one getting who got a call like that, and it, 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 I was I was shocked and infuriated as well. That's why I wasn't prepared when this started, when it when it escalated immediately. I was so shocked; my hands were literally shaking. I was infuriated by this, thinking that they are doing this not just to me. But to others, I'm sure they're doing this. They wouldn't create a robocall just for me. But why me? Where'd they get my number? Probably from some Democratic list, I'm sure. Because I had, I'm sure I'm on many of them. I'm on all their phone lists. Uh, so somebody else must have got this, um, this robocall. But this is what they're doing. That's how they're spending their time. You understand? Like... That is who they are. And they prove me right yet again. They hate this country. They have no interest 
in having a functioning society. Would you, would you ever imagine Democrats doing something like that? They don't behave like that. You could say all we say about Democrats. Yes, we do. They're not liberals. They're not FDR Dems. They need to fight. They have to stop being like Cory Booker and appealing to the decency of Republicans when decent Republicans do not exist. But would they ever spend money to put a robocall together? That had, that had to take time. Somebody had to record it. They had to program it. They had to get the numbers. They have to go through all of that process and for, for what? To harass people? To harass their fellow Americans so they can, so, so them, I'm talking not the fellow Americans, they're harassing the American people so a con man can continue, a con man and his party of enablers can continue destroying this country, dragging this country back uh, to the dark ages, not I be back to a system that the founders rebelled against. They hate this country. So I'm. At, what happened too? Actually, this morning, somebody from CNN tweeted at me and asked me if I had a recording of this, and I didn't. I could kick myself, frankly, for not being, you know, quicker on the on the record button. But I messed it up and hit the friggin' I ended the call. I, even if I had just the clip of it, I should have, I don't know, I'm just, I'm still reviewing it and in my mind and saying, God damn it, please call again. Please call again. So Greg says, what happened? I was late getting here. Did Tara have, Tara have a nasty robocall? I got called by a Republican, uh, um, some kind of freak ass robocall that started literal that was literally cursing at me, saying I was identified as one of the people sharing fake news about the president online, and I need to stop doing that shit. That's what it said, and I have to think about. I should think about what I'm doing because what I shared has killed two people. That's exactly what they said. This is how sick they are. And they're hoping what it is. And, and also, the other thing was that this robocall, this person, whatever the, the person who recorded, they said, hello, this is Paul. And I was like, hello. And it's, you have been identified as someone who, and it started out innocuous, as they do, right? Um, but... It's fascinating. Well, the other thing was that it then it started yelling. You know what I mean? It just was literally yelling and cursing at me on a robocall. That's what they do. This is what the Republicans are spending their time doing. You understand? While the American people, we couldn't get out of this country if, you, if we wanted to because they have ruined it. They have ruined this country so much that nobody wants us in their country. Really. Forget the wall. The, country, the rest of the earth has built a wall around us. And we, how many Americans are... We're, to, by tomorrow, it will be over 
200 and uh wait two what is it over 205,000 Americans we're going to reach uh, of course another milestone a th- over a thousand dead Americans a day sickness the super spreader rallies and and the Republicans they they are the death cult clearly they're over the pandemic they never wanted anything to do with it in the beginning to in the first place because they have no ability to to function they're not really um interested in government they're only interested in government like a parasite is interested in sucking your blood that's it as twitler's entire tax history or lack thereof can attest they're not patriots prove me wrong please please donald whatever the hell your name is owens prove me wrong what kind of a of a uh, i mean we go through this every week or every day what kind of a patriot doesn't pay wait wait it's not even just doesn't pay taxes now here's the thing if in case you guys haven't i'm sure you've heard twitler it's uh, been reported by the new york times and i'm glad they're trickling more stories about him and they promise more more bombshells in the coming days oh look at francis isn't he cute and so um according well the new york times reported that twitler doesn't pay taxes of course he doesn't he's not he's not a rich person he's not a billionaire he is a con man his father made money that's how he he got money other than that what would he be doing if if not for his father he would be some kind of i don't a used car salesman and a sli- slimy sleazy one Exactly. One who would sell you a lemon and laugh all the way to the bank. He's not a smart person. He's not interested in anything but himself. He's a trader. And I I don't mean trade as in free trade. A traitor like Benedict Arnold. So, if you haven't heard, that's, that's, that's what is happening it all it came out that you know he's a he's a, we've paid more taxes than him. he paid seven hundred dollars in taxes this billionaire really and then the republicans the rest of the death cult are fanning out online to excuse him and so are their dupes and i'm sure dumbass donald owens the trump and z is ex- saying, repeating these excuses when they don't seem to get that taxes are the admission price to a civilization. So it all has to be paid for, but they don't want to pay for it, you see? They are takers. Everything that they say is uh, it's opposite day. You know, they call it, they talk about makers and takers. They're the takers because they don't want to, us to catch on somehow. That's why Trump likes humping the flag in front of everyone. And they all like waving those giant American flags because they can't understand 
the substance of patriotism, it's easier to absorb for them to display the the symbols of patriotism because substance is way over their heads. Now, these are the people that go on about how much they love the troops. Well, who pays for the body armor for the troops? That's your tax dollars. Who keeps the troops safe? Your tax dollars. Uh, I mean, we could go on. The roads, the water, that, that's a, that when I drink my coffee, it's not filled with parasites. I didn't have to go dig my own well. Because we pay taxes, and someone ins- keeps the water clean, and they inspect. You know, there's a sewer system, and there's a road system, and then there's, there's a court system. Well, at least there was until the Republicans got a hold of it. Now it's just another game, another mechanism to drag us back to the system the founders rebelled against, which is where the rich own everything and everybody else is in their place. While they could do whatever they want, they could suck on the government teat. We pay our taxes and it goes right into their rapacious gullets. That's the way it should be, according to them. But this is an entire crime family But what's even more upsetting and and sad, frankly, are the idiots that enable it. All of them. Especially the dumb-dumbs like Donald Owens. The average Joe dupes who, who excuse it. It's pathetic, frankly, and I'm sick of them. That, I mean, I'm glad that I'm telling, you know, you guys, the normal people of this show... Who, who watch the show and participate in the show. I, I have, I'm up to my, no, no, no. I'm uh, up to my whatever, the top of my head. I'm up to my aura in these idiots. I have no patience for them. It's over. I'm not, I don't feel um, the need to understand them. I don't have uh, a, a need to debate them. But I want them to know that, as I say, mark these, mark these words. They will be, they will be shamed. History will revile them even more than the normal people of Earth do now. You better believe it. And you could take that to the bank. Unlike Twitler's, uh, unlike uh, Twitler's, a loan from Twitler or a promise from Twitler, you could take that to the bank. Not like his tax returns. How many, how stupid are these people? But it really, you know why? We, we, we go through this constantly, but it's, and I understand. I know what it is. They, it's really racism. That's what it comes down to. They were like, oh, I'm so tired of being called a racist. But you are, Blanche. You are. It comes down to that. That's what you're so afraid of. Ultimately, that's what it is. This is why you had uh, everything, you called Obama everything but a mother's son. But you let this, the orange grifter, walk all over this country and sell it out to our anti-democratic 
adversaries. Now, I was watching that HBO show, the the Comey, whatever the hell. What was it? The Comey rule? It was... It, I, I just didn't want to... I was kind of re, um, fast-forwarding through it because I wanted to see it, but I also didn't want to relive it. Going through the election and... But knowing behind the scenes what was going on and Comey was annoying as, you know, whatever. They're trying to make him like, I guess, understand what he, why he did what he did. I, I don't understand it still. He's an idiot. And ooh, he's, he, did, he was caught between a rock and a hard place. What? Shut your face. They knew what they were dealing with. A traitor. They knew that... Trump's campaign was infested with Russian spies. That's the hero Donald Owens wants squatting in the White House. And for those of us, those of you who just joined us, Donald Owens is a dumbass Trump and that whatever. He's nobody. He's just somebody that came to the show and decided to open his his uh, his dupe hole and let some. What? Nothing? Slip out? What? Why? Why? What's your point, Donald? She has no idea. What don't I have an idea about? Enlighten us. You know what I mean? Okay, if we don't have an idea, enlighten us, Donald Owens. Enlighten us. Enthrall us with your wisdom. I don't know. It's like Trump University victims and uh, Trump Network vitamins rotting your brain or something. But I don't have any patience for them. And, and honestly, they need to be shamed. They do. They're part of the problem. This, it's a, a con man is a con man. A grifter is a grifter. A twittler is a twittler, and a crime family is a crime family. But what's their excuse? What is Donald Owens' excuse? What is his damage? Oh, he loves the country. They, I'm sure they wave the flag. He, he loves wearing his ugly red, white, and blue shirt. I know he has one with the flag on it. It says, these colors don't run. Although, yeah, they do. They run from everywhere Putin wants. They want us to, where, where Putin directs, that's where those colors run now. They run away from our, our allies. They run from the uh, international stage. In fact, they run all, like little piggy all the way home now. Because the whole world doesn't want us. Thanks to, I guess, I guess uh, somebody who was promised to make us great. How stupid. Oh, whatever. How, it's so disgusting and pathetic. It's pathetic. Really, we've crossed the another line from tedious to pathetic with these Trump Anzies. Really? Sin City says, on Twitter, that guy? No, he's on Facebook. Because on my... Let me show you. 
Here's what I see on my computer. Oh, look at this. <laughs> That's me and Shannon. That's our chat earlier. Oh my God, these fucking people. <laughs> Tell him he's a fucking dupe and a traitor. Because Shannon was online. Oh, Shannon, who's our my friend and also someone who hangs out with us in the chat room. I didn't mean for that to show up on the screen there, Shannon. But that's what happens. Here, let me see. My entire screen. This is what I'm looking at when I'm doing the show. And this is something called Restream Chat. Because the show goes out over Restream. And then it gets, gets broadcast to Facebook, YouTube, Twitch, all the other channels. So, you know, it's only one stream going out. Otherwise, we wouldn't. I wouldn't be able to do the show. It's too much, too much bandwidth, I guess. But so I see that. So I, I basically pay attention to the chat on YouTube. So that's you guys right here. And here's the Facebook chat. So sometimes the Facebook, you you could see Facebook and Twitch and Periscope. So there you go. Anyway, that's where I see it. Most people are in YouTube anyway. All right. Some people are so annoying, though. Let me see. Mm. Chaz Curly says, LOL, it's going to be a long four more years. Peter? Question mark. I guess Chaz is, that's on... Where is Chaz? On Periscope. Boy, Peter? Oh my God. Do these people have anything interesting to say? Really? I think if a Trump and Z ever said something that made sense, was intelligent, added to the conversation, added, just added something, I would faint. I would be surprised. All right. I wanted to do a show tonight. I don't care. It was late. I said, I'm doing a show. Because I'm really, I need it for my mental health. And also, I want you, I, let me see, hold on. We had a patron. We got a new patron. And I want to do the show in her honor, tonight's show, ladies and gentlemen, is brought to us by Donna Marie Buck. Thank you, Donna, for making tonight's show possible and for being a part of the Tarot Buster community. And for supporting the show. Taking that extra step. Thank you. That's that's what's going to happen. That's what we're going to need to keep going and to keep growing. More importantly, keep growing. Well, it's all important. Going and growing, right? There ain't no going without... Well, there ain't no growing without going. So, thank you, Donna. And, yeah, I look forward to getting to know you and and the rest of the community as we as we build the show thank you 
because we need it. We need it. And hopefully soon, very soon, we will have a discussion on Discord. We'll we're gonna we'll do a patron only Zoom chat, and that'll be nice. All right, and supporter only because some supporters aren't just on Patreon. I encourage Patreon, but there are some I I get some support from people who say I can't do Patreon for whatever reason it is. And uh, they're also, they will also be invited. All right. I, and one more thing, one more thing. Before I keep going, I want to thank Lori for your super chat. Thank you right out of the gate, Lori. KT, thank you for your super chat. Thank you, Anthony, for your super chat. And Deborah. Thank you for your super chat, and thank you, Jim, of course, for your super chat. Thank you. All right. Let's see. There's so many things to talk about. So everybody's talking about Trump's taxes, and yeah, should we talk about the taxes? Uh, Everybody's talking about it, but there's another thing. Uh, I don't know. I wanted to see that. I don't know if you guys saw this. Brad Parscale guy got arrested, and he was. The Trump Antis are really upset that Brad Parscale was treated so roughly by the police, and I find it pretty ironic. You know, these are the same ones who are all about uh, cops murdering people in the streets, I suppose, uh, giving cops and, and free reign to act like judge, jury, and executioner in the street. Well, they also have, allow, they, they also support young uh, assholes, well, idiots, right-wing fascists running through the streets, um, killing people. So it's odd when it's, it, it's really that, it's their hypocrisy, just like w- w- everything that Twitter does. All you got to do is play that game. What if Obama? What would, what would, um, <laughs> what would they do? What would Donald Owens do if it came out that Obama paid seven hundred dollars in taxes for ten years? And cheated on his taxes. Was the biggest loser. What would that... What would... What what response would that elicit? And I'll get to Brad Parscale in a minute, but... Would you... Do you think that people like Rick Santorum or, or all of them just go on Twitter? And you could see even the average... Of the the most average of the average Joe dupes, excusing the tax cheat. Here's Rick Santorum. Say if the president's losing money, he shouldn't be paying taxes. So you can't complain that he's not paying any taxes, and then and then criticize him for for losing. If he's losing money, he's not going to be paying taxes. I mean, so uh, you know, the, and as you know, there's all sorts of, particularly in real estate, there's what? all sorts of of. of Deals that are done in real Deals. estate that don't necessarily uh, turn a lot of profit on paper. Really? 
you hear the way that they, here they are again, fixing the facts around the policy. Yeah, let's all cheat on our taxes. Now, Trump, we remember him from the debates with Hillary saying when she brought up that he's a tax cheat, a serial bankrupt tax cheat, he said, that's, that's because I'm smart. That makes me smart. That's what he said. That makes me smart. So you're smart. So we're all a bunch of dum-dums for paying our taxes, according to Twitler. And then if you go online, all of the dupes, they're out there. I wish I could use his accountant. So they all want to be a bunch of cheats, you see, because they love America. They love America the beautiful. It's sort of like when I was growing up, my father said, I love you, my daughter. But he, that wasn't just it. He put food on the table. They put a roof, and my mother too, but they put a roof over my head. They don't just say, oh, well, I love you. Here, look, here's a picture of me. Here, let's have a hug. Let's, uh, pre- you know, oh, look here. Look how, how proud I am. Of my daughter. No, you... I mean, love is an action. Respect is an action. You love this country? You're a patriot? Yet, the hypocrisy is beyond bound... They have no bounds for their hypocrisy. Waving a flag, hugging a flag, humping a flag does not make you a patriot. It makes you a, well, it's part of fascism. It really is. Well, the outward, overt, overly ostentatious displays of patriotism. Disgusting. They make a mockery of the flag and everything it stands for because they don't know what it means. It's too complex tax cheating? No, it's not about cheating. Oh, everybody wants to pay less tax. Yeah, they want to pay their fair share. Fair. Progressive taxation. An estate tax. A high marginal tax rate on the rich to protect the democracy from the corruption and the power of big money and organized money. God damn you, all of you, Trump Anzies. Wake the F up or shut the F up. And let the adults, you know, run the country. That's when it was. Remember when uh, they all they all talk about make America great again. They're all pining for this America that never existed for the majority of Americans, but let's pretend. But they're talking about a time in American history, they talk about the greatest generation, right? We always hear about the greatest generation. Well, the greatest generation lived in a country that had a 90% top marginal tax rate, where the rich paid their fair share, where the president... Franklin Roosevelt said that progressive taxation is the only American way. 
where they, I don't know, uh, what else? Uh, 35% unionized workforce. All of these things that Republicans hate, and they always have. The greatest generation voted for FDR's New Deal and four landslide elections. They voted for socialist security. They voted for unemployment insurance. All of these socialist programs, the CCC, the WPA, work for the unemployed. That's what that was about. Work, government as the job of last resort. God damn them. But all of these things Republicans opposed. And, and now they pretend that they're pining for this time in American history that where they, they did everything they could to s- destroy, to, make, to ensure that it didn't come to fruition. They never supported the Social Security, um, the Social Security bill. They weren't for that. That's socialism. We, get, we, we got that done. Liberals, progressives did that in spite of them. That's what has to happen all the time. We have to continue to evolve without, without Republicans and, to, and despite Republicans. And th- then you'll see what uh, it always happens. They turn around and they proclaim themselves the champions of the very policies that they tried to destroy, like the pre-existing conditions, protections in Obamacare, everything else. Oh, they don't like they don't like the individual mandate. Yeah, guess what? Um, that's what makes the freaking law work. That's what makes them able to cover the pre-existing condition without the pr- the premiums going through the roof. You dumb f- effers. That's your Republican health care plan to keep the for-profit health insurance racket in the catbird seat. I'm sick of them. You understand? We don't. Why? 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 Why should we constantly, I don't know, have to explain reality to them again and again and again, over and over? Morons. How easily duped. Is are are these people? God, uh, well, it's not really their fault. I guess they can't help it. They have low IQs. Who knows? It's really those in power that commit these assaults against this country. Because you know what I mean. If they're if they're in a position of authority and power, and they understand that, let's it's like dealing with children. If you you wouldn't set somebody. It's, I don't know, like a Pied Piper to lead them over a cliff. But that's what it's, that's what it is with the Republican leadership who drag these morons to their own demise. Where they should be, if they had their interests at heart, they would be helping them, helping them, educate them encouraging them not to be fearful little cowards who have to go to Walmart with an M16. Not to hate their fellow Americans. Not to, I don't know, 
allow not to even think that it's uh it's patriotic to suck on the body politic like a lamprey like a diseased tick a leech that's your heroes you got to look up to somebody right but you got to wonder when somebody's heroes is a as a tax cheating draft dodging dictator envying con man with a fake university and a vitamin scam what kind what what does that say about the people who hero worship him what does that say about the cult if that's their guru a filthy liar who had to be ordered by a court to take a seminar how not to steal from his own charity. And him and his entire disgusting, wasted human DNA children, all of them, they're gross. All, the, everything about them. Bloated ticks who they... They wear their um, their manias, their ugliness, as bad like badges of honor. They wear their greed, their selfishness, their indifference, their sociopathy. Like, you know, it's something to be proud of. When they should be ashamed, and they also, I mean, it's really you can't. It's almost like you can't. You can't, um, I don't know, blame. It's not blame. I don't know. What's the right word? The, the, the Trump cult. It's the, those who know that they're manipulating them. Because you know that's what they do. They're, they would never hang out with these people. They don't think twice about them. Except they think, how do we get these idiots to vote for us? Meanwhile, we're doing, the Republicans are doing everything they can to steal this election. You better believe it. It's happening. Well, today, even today, I was on, when I was on Twitter earlier and just doing the research and reading up what Trump's latest, well, his, his crime. I mean, release your tax returns. Simple. Oh, they're under audit. How are you that stupid? You believe that? Now let's play the game. Imagine if Twitler, I mean, if Obama was accused by the New York Times. And of course they vetted this. Of course they have the receipts. They have these documents. They wouldn't release the story. It's not fake news. And they know it. But if it was Obama and they, and he said, oh, my taxes are under audit for the, well, he first, he said, what did uh, Twitler say? I'll, once they're out of um, audit, whatever, audit, they're so complicated. All these failures, who could put them together? How many oligarchs, how many, how many crimes and imagine if Obama said, oh, well, they're under audit. I will release them after the election. That's another thing he said, which never happened. Sort of like the wall. 
All you see, you don't have to build the wall. You just have to lie about it. It's sort of like the Nobel Prize. You know, Twitter has a big bug up his ass about Obama. We know that, but Obama's Nobel Peace Prize. And the other day, he gave another one of his. Well, he's having all these super spreader rallies, and he and and Shannon was listening to it, and she was sharing with me on text some of the clips from this super spreader rally, and in the I could hear him saying. <laughs> that he won the Nobel Peace Prize. And then, you know, who the hell would go to one of these rallies? What a joke. They, not only they're putting their lives in danger, they're putting their families' lives in danger. So they're going to bring these diseases home. They're going to bring COVID home to their granny who lives in the basement because she can't afford to live anywhere else in the United States of serfs and lords, right? But that, what, what do they care and he's leaning on the podium, waxing uh, poetically. Well, not waxing um, like a like a twelve year old with the vocabulary of a twelve year old, waxing on about how he won he he won the Nobel Peace. No, he, what did he say? Did he win it? Wait, Nobel Peace Prize. That um. Let me see. Yeah, everybody, Tara Jr. Jr. just joined the... <laughs> Hold on. Oh, wait, what happened there? Jr., he always does that. Oh, my God. He just deleted the applause I was playing. He deleted it with his paw. Let me see. Nobel Peace Prize. Trump? Oh, my God. Look at this shit. Look at this... This is a conservative website. Trump receives third nomination for Nomo. You anybody can nominate anybody for a peace prize, for a Nobel Peace Prize, Trump antis. I don't know if you realize that. You're pathetic. It's like somebody um it's like me saying nominated for a Webby Award or whatever, you know? Anybody can nominate anybody for a Nobel Peace Prize. In fact, the Nobel Peace Prize, the deadline was February. So there is a fascist lawmaker in Norway, if I'm remembering this correctly, that consistently, and he's a literal right-wing fascist, and he consistently nominates Twitler for a Nobel Peace Prize because he's trying to suck his ass as the Trumpanzies like to do for some reason, well, because it's a cult. And he's up there leaning on the podium, and all these idiots are standing there without their masks, putting themselves and their families in danger. And just listening to this old cracker, this lying old cracker con man, go on about how he's... Winning, he won the Nobel Peace Prize three times. Let me see. Trump lands. Look at this. Look at this. This is the Washington Examiner. You know, that cesspool rag, another propaganda mill. Hi, little one. Look at this cat, the way he looks at me. He's so cute. Look at this shit. 
Well, not that. That's an ad. The Washington Examiner. Trump lands third Nobel Peace Prize nomination, producing peace in the world in a way in which none of his predecessors did. That's their headline? This is what somebody writes. Producing peace in the world like none of his predecessors did. Well, why do they always have to harp on how nobody does it like him? Are you kidding me? Nobody, yeah, you're kidding. You're, you're, actually, you're not kidding. It's, it's like reading the musings of somebody who's a Mooney. President Trump locked down his third Nobel Peace Prize nomination. You don't, you don't lock it down. He locked it down because he has a lot of sycophants around who want to suck his ass for whatever reason, I have no idea because they are incapable of functioning on Earth like a human. And they look to him for inspiration. I, I really, there's something fundamentally, inherently damaged in these people. And that's why I was going to bring up Brad Parscale. We'll get to him in a minute. So... He went ahead and negotiated against all advice, but he did it with common sense. Bullshit. This is what the Nobel Peace Prize. Oh, wait, let's see. Uh, Australian law professor David Flint. Another. Well, they have fascists all over the world. You see? Eminent law professor David Flint is among four Australian law professors who are nominating U.S. President Donald Trump for the Nobel Peace Prize on the basis of the Trump Doctrine. Only members of a national parliament or law professors are able to nominate others for the Peace Prize. President Trump already receiving two nominations for his promotion of peace in the Middle East. My ass! He has made the Middle East worse! All he's doing is pleasing the Saudis and his right-wing fascist pal in Israel. But, whatever. And Putin. What am I kidding? Let's uh, not forget Putin. All roads lead to Putin. Trump has already been nominated twice for the 2021 Nobel Peace Prize, including by Norwegian Member of Parliament for the Middle East Peace Deal and by a member of the Swedish parliament. You see, they, these are fascists. They have fascists in these parliaments. Well, they're right-wingers, and I, they understand that Twitler is easily played and needs his ego stroked and was constantly griping about not getting a Nobel Peace Prize, so much so that his idiot cult dum-dums would chant Nobel, Nobel, Nobel at their Nuremberg rally. How sick are they? Wait, Tara Jr., can I have my keyboard back? Please. Look at him. You're good. Look at this cat. Hello. <laughs> You're a good boy. I know. Get down now. Get down, kid. You're bothering me. 
no bell, no bell, no bell. Twit. Oh, I saw. Oh, all right. I'm getting off track here. I know, but that's what happens, and that's why you guys are hanging out. I don't know. It's sort of like it's all up in the air tonight. I don't. Oh, Tara, Junior, Junior. I need my keyboard. Holy Christmas. Let me see. I'm looking for this particular video. I commented on, I commented on it, but I can't find it. Because I... It was some Trump and Z video. Let me see if I could find it in my YouTube watch video. I mean, watch history. YouTube watch history. I wish that was more e easy to find. History... Where is it? I hope I haven't been losing viewers right now. Come on, man. Anyway, the reason I was trying to find this one particular video, if I can recall it correctly, is because it was so interesting the way they titled this video. It was something like, Wow! With five explanation points. Trump is so happy here in this, for whatever reason, it said blah, 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 blah. That's the title of your video? Look at everybody. Trump is so happy. We made him so happy here. And it was right out of some weird cult. Where you're, where you're eager. Well, it's right. It reminds me of North Korea. I don't know if you've ever watched any North Korean uh, news. It's not news, of course. S something about North Korea fascinates me, and I've I watch all these videos. Have you seen the video of Kim Jong Il's funeral? So, like that, where they're all screaming and crying and none of them want to stop. They don't want to be the first to stop crying. Let me see. And the news reporter is crying uncontrollably. But in contrast, when they're reporting on something that is happy, supposedly, or something that Kim Jong-un does, they're... They're over the top, exuberant. They're, they praise him. And it reminded me of that. Look at, wow, explanation point, explanation point. President Trump is so happy here that we something, something, something. That's why I was trying to find the video. Crazy. What, and I was like, what the hell? And remember, guys, this is the same party that was so critical of Obama, of the of people who voted for Obama. Remember, we're supposed to be a cult. We were in the Obama, the Obama cult. It's exactly everything that they criticize, that they criticize us for, are the exact things that they are. It is complete psychological projection and they're victims 
but they don't have the maturity or the self-awareness to really look at themselves and assess how sick they are, especially when they're together in in their cult and they're getting mirrored. Their friends and family are all validating this insanity, this nonsense. It's, it is like the Hitler cult in a way where, I mean, what, what would happen? What happens to these people? You know, there has to be people in, in these communities, these Trump rallies that really, maybe they're not on board, but they don't have the courage to stand up and say, this is nuts. But, yeah, that's why we have to continue to call these people out, fight them, without apology, frankly. Unapologetic liberals, we're the real patriots. We're the people on the right side of history, on the right side of humanity, decency. God damn it. What is going on? Is Newton Huff back? Another one? I keep hearing about Newton Huff, replying to Newton Huff. He's somebody, I thought I blocked that asshole, a Trump and Z. He's becoming like, it's becoming shorthand for idiot, an idiot Trump and Z is a Newton Huff. Is that what's going on? Yes, Sammy, say it out loud because <laughs> it's because the Republican wife beater was white. Yes, exactly. Sammy on the chat on Facebook says it's true. So they were all, let's get back to him. We're talking about Brad Pascal. All the Trump Benzies online were freaking out that they, that the cops were rough with Brad Pascal. So let us read into... Where is it? That's why I ask you to become patrons. So we would have a producer in here and I wouldn't have to, you know, go fishing every time. Brad Pascal. Let me see. Hold on. Arrest. Where the heck is it? Yes. Brad Parscale, police video shows Trump's ex-campaign manager wrestled to the ground during an arrest. Come on. Brad Parscale, this is from The Independent. Let's see. Let's watch the video. Let's, hopefully there's not an ad. Yes, there'll be an ad. All right. Stop that. So, she started saying all this shit. Oh my god. Kill the ground, man. Kill the ground. Kill the ground. Kill the ground, man. Oh, Jesus. Kill the ground. What I didn't do anything. I didn't well, do anything. Well, now you know how it feels. Law and order. Law and order. Cocked a gun. Four or five guns. These idiots. Oh my god. Wait, what happened? Shit. 
the fucking something just happened what the hell? I lost my video. Wait a minute, guys. Here we go. And so after he did that, I was like, okay, he just needs to, like, he's really getting out of control. So I went to the front yard, and I was just sitting in the front yard, just, like, trying to chill for a second. And so then I saw him. I saw him, like, open the blinds in the front yard, and then he closed them, and then I heard what I thought was a gunshot. Hello, bro. Oh, my God. How you doing, sir? Heard a gunshot. Hey, I got him on the Hey, Brad, can you come outside with no weapons, please? <laughs> Sir, can you just come step out of the house? Okay, come out here. That's fine. All right, relax. What's going on? I'm your friend. Don't do it. Don't do anything. Relax. Wow. So, she started saying all this shit. Hey, ground, man. Boom. I didn't do anything. I didn't do anything. I didn't do anything. Oh, I thought we were into law and order. I didn't do anything. I didn't do anything. Why don't you put a spit hood on his head? Step on his neck, maybe. I am your law and order president. There you go. Do anything. Yeah, right. Okay. Brad Parscale, the former manager of Donald Trump's digital campaign efforts, was wrestled to the ground and arrested by Fort Lauderdale police following a standoff with authorities. Oh, my God. I hope you didn't hear that. An ad just started playing. Footage of the arrest was made public by the Fort Lauderdale Police Department. Officers removed 10 guns from his home following a police standoff on Sunday. 10 guns. Something is wrong with these people. Among the weapons recovered from the former Trump staffer's home were several pistols, a shotgun, and a rifle. And on Monday, they, uh, the standoff began on Sunday after Mr. Parscale's wife, Candace, after fleeing her home in fear. According to Ms. Parscale, she fled her home after getting into an argument with Mr. Parscale, who became irate and loaded a gun in the course of a fight. Can you believe that? Well, well, I keep saying that, but of course. Can you believe it? Yes, that's who they are. It's, this is toxic masculinity. It, that's the Republican base. They are weak. They are the weakest little babyish little snowflakes. But they're dangerous. They call liberal snowflakes because we care. We care about others. We even care about them. We care about them so much that we want to make sure that somebody like Brad Parscale can get the goddamn mental health care he desperately needs without having to worry about a financial burden. Not that he would because, you know, he really, he was another grifter who sucked on the government teat 
another member of the Trump crime family who all of a sudden started accumulating so much wealth with his government job. You know, I thought they hated all that. Crooked Hillary and... We hear about Hunter Biden. It's unreal. If they were only consistent... But, you know, what am I asking for? I'm asking for, like, a fish to fly. She later did, she later admitted she wasn't sure if the sound she heard was a gunshot or a car backfire. Miss Parscales claimed her husband had been stressed out for the past two weeks and had made comments about shooting himself. Well, that's because the chickens are coming home to roost in the Trump crime family. The Trump crime family, Twitler, he will wiggle out of any scrape, any of these crimes. Everybody but him will uh, be ha- left holding the bag. How many of Trump's inner circle are in jail? Seriously, they plead guilty, guilty to Conspiracy. Here's some of the crimes. Conspiracy against the United States. That's one of the crimes that General Flynn pled to. All right, I have to put you down, honey. I'm sorry. I need the... He's laying on the keyboard. It's kind of hard to do the show. But he's good. He's a good boy, right? He's a good boy. I love that cat. I can't... I love that cat. He's like a person to me. Uh, They're all like people. Well, whatever. More than people. Especially more than Trumpanzees. Jesus. It was not immediately clear what sparked the fight. When police arrived to the scene, they found Ms. Parscale covered in cuts and bruises. She told officers that Mr. Parscale had caused her injuries earlier in the week. Sounds beautiful. What a love... When officers called Ms. Parscale, they noted that Bradley's speech, or Mr. Parscale, sorry, they noted that Bradley's speech was slurred as though he was under the influence of alcohol and he seemed to be crying. Aw, I thought that they like to drink liberal tears. What are they doing? Crying. I thought crying was for liberals. Oh no, it's only for... They're allowed to cry, right? The hypocrisy. They have no understanding what it means to be strong, to be a human, a human, goddammit. They're weak. And they're not strong enough to get the help that they need. So they inflict their manias outward on everybody else. So they get into relationships and they, uh, they're they because they're sick and they need help and they live in a world that, in their minds, you know, scary, a scary, complex world. Instead of, you know, they don't have the courage to be a decent, normal human being that adds value, that adds decency to society. What do they do? They They sit around and drink and stroke their guns? This is a very troubled set of human beings. They are very damaged. 
That's the, really the sad part of it all. The truth is they're damaged. And don't I always say that, though, that they lack... It's sort of the other way of saying it, that, that they lack the maturity, the decency to, to function in a free democratic society. They do. They, what kind of a world do you live in when you want to, this is what you want to do is accumulate guns and sit around drinking and fighting with your wife? This is really gross. Eventually, a Fort Lauderdale police officer, Christopher Wilson, said he was personal friends with the former Trump staffer and went to the scene to help calm Mr. Pascal. Mr. Wilson ultimately convinced Pascal to exit the house. He, went, he approached Mr. Wilson and began talking to him about why he was upset. But the other officers swooped in and knocked him to the ground. I didn't do anything, Mr. Parcell Skull said as officers restrained him. He protests and offered little resistance other than questioning why the officers were arresting him. At one point, an officer says, hey, we'll figure it out, don't worry about it, to the bewildered former Trump staffer. After his arrest, Mr. Parscal was involuntary, com involuntarily committed to for psychiatric evaluation under Florida's Baker Act, a law allowing authorities to detain a person who has, has been judged mentally unstable and a danger to themselves or others. Mr. Parscale became a minor celebrity in Trump world where he evolved from simply managing the campaign's social media presence to speaking at Republican events, Republican events, excuse me, and appearing on cable news as a Trump-friendly talking head. Despite his high profile and close working relationship with Mr. Trump's former, well, mis not former, Mr. Trump's son-in-law, Jared Kushner, Mr. Parscale fell out of favor following the president's disastrous Tulsa, Oklahoma rally in June. Well, you know what happened there. They promised that there would be such a crowd. They had an overflow venue where Trump was going to give a speech to the overflow crowd. And there was nothing but a handful of idiots who liked, um, I think they were dancing. Remember that? Trump rally. Those white, those two white morons. Of course, nobody was wearing masks. And they were dancing to Billy Jean. Ugh, they make me vomit. Here, right? That's the rally. Oh my God. Look at them walking around with their, everybody has this Trump, Trump 45, Trump this, Trump that. What is wrong with you people? Will you pay, please? Pick up a goddamn paper that isn't freaking owned by Rupert Murdoch for once and understand in this whole scheme. I'm, I'm telling you, bef do before it's too late, please. Before you, be, you, 
before history gets a hold of you. You don't want to be the ones looking back and saying, yeah, I was a dumbass. I was like those good Germans, supposedly. You know, the good Germans after World War II. You will be reviled in history. I'm, I'm telling you. It is a promise. History will look back on you, not with fondness or sympathy even, with disgust. You will be as disgusting as the good Germans who allowed, well, did nothing, not just allowed, did nothing, said nothing when trains of their neighbors and fellow human beings went by when people went in and they never came out, who said nothing when the slave labor was sh showed up. That's one of the things the Nazis did. Well, you know, they liked the slave labor. They would bring the slave labor out to uh, do some, uh, you know, like uh, community work. It's unbelievable. So you can't say that the the locals didn't know what was going on. It's the same thing with the Trumps, the Trump cult. History, it's only, it's only just the tip of the iceberg that we know, and it is a mountain of shite, of disgusting, criminal, anti-human, anti-humane events, actions, feelings, and you will be lumped in with that. You will be reviled. So get out before it's too late. And, I mean, all the information is there. It's not fake news. It's not. And in fact, if you're that stupid to... Th and here's, here again is another example how Republican dum-dums the average Joes hate America because the news, the press is necessary for a functioning democracy. So if you're buying into that Lugan press shit that Twitler is pulling, you're a dupe. You're a, you're part of the problem. You're not American. Well, you might be American, but you're anti-American. You're not, you might be American in name. You're, de you're definitely, you're, but you hate this country. You hate what it stands for, what it means. I don't care how many stupid red, white, and blue shirts you wear. Like this guy in the video. He's got the stripes on one arm and the stars on the other arm. With the stupid Trump in between? The Trump 45? Are you serious? Why? Why is that something you want to put on your body and parade around with? A con man's number? And in, on your sullying the flag that you supposedly love. But you don't know what it means. You really don't. All those, you know, the stripes, the 13 stripes representing the 13 original colonies. Those colonies 
that were populated, guess what? By immigrants. Because this is a nation of immigrants. Unless you're a Native American. It wasn't, those aren't the 13 Native tribes. That's not the Iroquois Confederacy being represented by those stripes. The 13 original colonies that were populated by people, you know, who came here from other places. So the, even our, our own origin story, the Republicans can't handle. They can, they, they clearly, I, I, I don't see why they wouldn't, they can't see the forest through the trees with this con man right in front of them. He's not even a sophisticated con man. He's not. He's a, a typical, average, run-of-the-mill con man. I've seen better con men on American Greed, the show on CNBC. Those con men, you know, you have these con men, they make, they end up making millions and millions of dollars. Trump couldn't do that. He didn't make money. He continuously lost money. He is the biggest single loser in this country. He lost more money than any individual American taxpayer. And that's who you're cheering? That's who you're dancing with uh, uh, about? You're walking around with that guy's name? On your shirt? On your body? You should be ashamed. So wake up or shut up. Those are your choices. But definitely get get help. Get the help you, you need. You Because you need it. You do. It's okay. We all need help. That's the nature of being a human being. We are interdependent. That's another thing. That's why I always say that liberals, that we will win because we're on the right side of humanity. And whatever Republicans talk about, they're not even on the right side of humanity because their whole thing is about selfishness. They call themselves rugged individuals. Please, they're not rugged. And they're certainly not individual. Try being an individual at a Trump rally. Try it. That's why they all got to wear the same brown shirt. I mean, red cap. They all think the same. They would never question their dumb Fuhrer while he's going on a stream of consciousness rant, boring rant, dragging these idiots through his manias, leaning on a a podium because he's too gross to stand, stand up straight. He's too goddamn stuffed with carcasses, some freaking McDonald's. He's gross. And if it was only that, I could stand it. If it was just him being a gross person, okay. But he is gross on every level. Spiritually. It's not just physical. Mentally. Morally. Intellectually. 
I have never seen a single human being that, or an entire family, except for Mary Trump, frankly. She's the, see, she's the one. Because she will be the one that history will remember and honor. Well, where the rest of the crime family will be reviled. You mark those words. Put that in your book. Well, they don't have a book. <laughs> what am I talking about? Put that in your, I don't know. Put that uh, in your Trump hat. It's true. History is going to look back at this crime family and they're going to say the the future generations are going to be, they're going to be sick. They're going to be, they're, they're going to want to puke. Uh-oh. What happened there? The camera just went boom, boom. Boom, boom. I can't believe it. Hi, Haiku. Thank you for your super chat. Yo, yo. Yes. Greg says gross sexually too. Yes. I forgot that. It's true. He is. He sucks. We know that. And he sucks in bed. As I, Not that I would know personally, but come on. <laughs> of course he does. He's terrible. He's selfish. You can't be good in bed and be selfish. He probably thinks he's great in bed. Well, he, we know he does because he had to get that on the cover of the New York Post, right? Um, what's her name? Who's the second one? Melania. Not Melania, though. The second, Trump's second wife said that, Mer oh, her freaking name is on the top of my, it doesn't matter, you know what I'm saying. Marla Maples, who said, hey, honey, uh, remember when you said that I was the best sex you ever had? He was on the phone with a reporter from the New York Times, because he would always call and get, well, we know he would call up as John Barron, his own press secretary. How sick are you? Um, not just him, it's them. You know, you can't blame a creature for being what it is. But can't you blame the, the morons that put that creature on a pedestal? It's pathetic. John Barron. And he had to call up the press and say that he was good in bed. So you know he sucks in bed. You know he's the worst lay you ever could have. He's disgusting. Oh my God, especially now. He can't be... He's never been good at anything. That's for sure. What has he been good at? Well, being a crook, I guess. But he's not good at that, you see? He's not. Because he never... He, he didn't make any money. He's not clever. He's just got no standards, no morals, and will do and say anything. And that's how he became the so-called president, by tickling the uglies, the ugly aspect of, of many sad, sad humans that we share this sad country with. John Barron. Okay, what's your first name, Danny? John. 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 
Well, let, let me let me tell you what the deal is, just so you understand. Okay. Mr. Trump bought, first of all, most of the assets have been consolidated to Mr. Trump, you know, because you have down Fred Trump. And, and, and I'd like to talk to you off the record if I can, just to make your thing easier. Okay, sure. Is that all right? Yeah, that's fine. All right, but, but I think you can really use Donald Trump now, and, and you can uh, just consolidate. I think last year somebody showed me the article, and I think you had 200 and 200. And really, it's been pretty well consolidated now, for the most part. As, as I also think somebody had mentioned that you had asked about that, or somebody had, and it's been pretty well consolidated. Okay? Uh -huh. So that's one point that you can... Uh, uh, that, that is, it's no, so that, pathetic. Is that including residential? Yes. Everything's been consolidated, basically, now. And, and uh, over the last couple of years, they've been working on it. And, and uh, I guess that's sort of come out now, pretty much come out where, where people understand that. But it's been pretty well consolidated. <laughs> Okay, does does Trump make money management decisions? Oh yeah, sure. He's he's the he's the uh, chairman. Donald's the president, and uh, and Fred Trump it's is sick. active. He's a he's an excellent guy, and and uh, oh you know, yeah, such a great guy. My dad. I mean, two, uh, you know, his dad. You've heard or know, or perhaps you don't know, but mm -hmm. uh, they uh, Fred Trump is active in the business too. Yeah, we have this really strange technical thing, Mr. Brown, in terms of, of who is, you know, who holds the equity. I mean, are you so His, his audio sounds Correct. like... The okay. reporter's audio okay. sounds really and bad. Would you say, you know, in excess of 90% of the ownership, I believe? I'd say in excess of 90 In fact, well, it's really closer to even the, the ultimate, but it's in excess of 90%, yes. I thought I was... I thought I had the one where he was saying how everyone wants to go out with him, all the... All the famous actresses want him, and he, he how Madonna called him and wanted to date him. Oh, gross. Why? No, nobody wants to date you unless they're they're looking for some sucker. Well, that's you know, like Melania. But these are very damaged people. It's That's the bottom line. The right wing fundamentally are damaged. And that's why we can bring up that old axiom, although not every Republican is a Nazi. All Nazis are Republican, right? Not every... Um, let's say not every Republican is no, not every toxically, uh, well, how would you put this toxic damaged? Um, I don't know. Idiot. I guess. Who knows? Uh, not every toxically masculine damaged nutcase is is a Republican, <laughs> but all toxically mas masculine damaged nutcases are Republicans, right? It, it works. However you want to slice it. However you want to look at it. Oh, wow. Thank you, JD, for your super chat, your very generous super chat in pounds. Thank you. I wish I could, I wish I was, I wish I was there back in my old, the old country. All right. So here's an article. Speaking of the reason I, I brought up Brad Pascal was he's typical 
of this entire party. They, they are very troubled and damaged people. Not that, you know, we don't have troubles, but they're really worse because they refuse to get help. They think it's weak to get help when it's actually strong. And then they would understand what it means to be strong. See, they're not strong in any sense of the word. They're not strong men. And to call them men and to call them strong is really kind of an insult to, to strong men. They're not, there's nothing about them that is, that is strong. I, I'm looking at this picture right now, for example. Let's, let me show you. Wait. Look at this. No, wrong one. God damn it. Here it is. This is from Newsweek. Trump and Republicans appeal to men with fragile masculinity, researchers find. Look at this picture. All these white crackers standing around the con man. We live in a diverse country. In a few years, it's going to be a majority-minority nation. And I goddamn can't wait. And look at this picture. Of course, these tiny, fragile, scared, old crackers, they're holding on for dear life to their privilege. Because the truth is, Without their privilege, what would they be? Who would they be? They would be nothing. They, because they know how inadequate they are. And without their privilege, we would all know. But we already know. That's the secret. I'm letting them in on it. We already know how inadequate you are. So here's an article from 2018, Trump and Republicans appeal to men with fragile masculinity, researchers find, by Daniel Morowitz Rabson from Newsweek. President Donald Trump, so-called, sorry, that's how he should have written it, so-called President Donald Trump, who received fewer votes. That's the entire name. Say it correctly. It's like his title so-called President Donald Trump who received fewer votes or despite receiving fewer votes, however you want to put it. But you that's how it has to... That's his entire title. They should say it correctly. So-called President Donald Trump who re- received fewer, fewer votes appeals to men with fragile masculinity. Two researchers from the New York University wrote in an, in an analysis published in the Washington Post. They also said Republicans candidates facing a Democrat drew more support in areas with higher levels of fragile masculinity. Can you, <laughs> can, I keep saying that. Can you believe this? It's almost like I want to pinch myself and, and wake up in a country that's normal. The president, the so-called president, has touted his masculinity since declaring he would run for office after Marco Rubio insinuated the president had a small penis. Oh, remember? Remember that? 
when we were young and Republicans had a debate where they were saying that nothing wrong down there, I guarantee. That's what they were talking about. And idiots, morons like, what's the guy's name again? Donald Owens. That's what he voted for. And he's got the nerve, you understand, to get on this our show here and say, dumbass woman, she has no idea. No idea what? I know you're an idiot for voting for a, a, an entire party of sad little men. No insult to men. No, to real men. Who, who, I mean, who would vote for a party that stands around and these are grown men, not just grown, they're freaking old men, old white crackers, standing around saying nothing wrong down there, talking about their peepees on an in, on a national, an international stage, being watched by millions. And we have real problems in this country before Twitler got his claws around it. Least upwardly mobile. Millions declaring medical bankruptcy every year. People dying without health care needlessly in this shit-ass, sick-ass country thanks to people like Donald Owens. Yeah. So many uh, Amer- Americans who, who live check to check, 80%. And Donald Owens thinks it's a good idea to vote for a party whose leadership stands on a national stage during a debate saying, don't worry, everybody, I don't have a small dick. God, no, but you're a bunch of big dicks, that's for sure. I don't, I don't believe where we live. What would uh, George Washington say about that? Oh, Honest Abe. What about Honest Abe? That's how Twitler talks. I don't know. I'd be uh, I'm more popular than Honest Abe. No, no, I don't know about Honest Abe. Maybe not him, Honest Abe. Because he heard somebody say Honest Abe. He, would, he doesn't know shit about this country. Honest Abe. He knows Honest Abe. He knows uh, something about a cherry tree. He, don't, he knows nothing. He doesn't even know about... who. He knows that what people tell him on, the, on TV. On the TV. Especially the channel that makes you stupider than people who watch no news at all. He likes that channel. God. Oh, well, that's great. Let's vote for the the one who said, "Don't worry everybody. I have a I got I don't have a little dick." Even though I act like a big dick and it really doesn't matter. But it does matter when a bunch of grown men are dragging us through the entire country. A, a decent who had a chance, a country that was founded on some pretty goddamn good promises. 
a country that was founded as an antidote to intergenerational aristocracy, an antidote to nepotism and concentrated wealth. No, but don't worry, everybody. Donald doesn't have a small dick, even though Stormy begs to differ. And she should know. If they're small, something else must be small. I guarantee you there is no problem. I guarantee. Well, let's see. Like your tax returns. I mean, please. He frequently calls other political figures weak and has promoted his bravery. (laughs) So brave that he... Had to get those bone spurs. What a shame. He really wanted to serve with the losers. The rest of the losers. And the suckers. He was saying after the Parkland school shooting. Remember that? Oh, I really believe I'd run in there. Even if I didn't have a weapon. Yeah, sure you would. Wait. Wait, there's a shooting? He'd be running in the opposite direction. He'd use the kids as human shields to get his fat ass out of there. His orange, bloated carcass. He espouses visions of toughness like cheering hard football hits, right? Yeah, because everybody needs to lose their brains for his entertainment. You're nothing. Well, this is a, a feeling that is prolific on the Republican and the elites. We've seen them on different talk shows talking about how, um, hey, get back out there and play. Because you're nothing to them. You're like a bunch of gladiators or something. You, If you die, you die. For those about to die, we salute you. That's who you are. You're not there to have a life, to have a brain in your head that functions. Hit harder. Hit your head harder for your masters. Trump wants to see some hard hits because he's a little boo-boo. He's a boo-boo baby, but he likes when other people bleed and suffer. Don't have any respect for yourself. Oh, you don't want to have brain injuries when you're older? Well, um, that's too bad. Because Trump wants to think, he wants to think he's a big man by watching you put your goddamn life on the line, hitting hard football hits for his entertainment. cheering hard football hits. Unreal. He's so disgusting. Football's gone soft like America, he said. Trump is, let's see, where was this? Trump told around 3,000 people gathered at a rally in Reno. This was, you know, years ago. Decades ago. On Sunday that A rule change made by the NFL in recent years had turned him off from watching the game, apparently making reference to the playoff game between the Cincinnati Bengals and the Pittsburgh Steelers from Saturday night that featured several brutal hits. Football has become soft, like how the country's become soft. 
Oh, like when little, uh, little dumb so-called presidents who received fewer votes have to proclaim in front of everybody that they have a big dick? So nobody thinks they got a little wee-wee? And then what? What's that supposed to mean? Like it freaking matters for the job you're supposed to do? Who cares? It doesn't matter. Jesus Christ. He doesn't know what it means. It doesn't matter. You got a big dick? Who cares? You don't have one, but that's besides the point. Trump, who, according to NBC, is neck and neck. Oh, God. This was during the... This was during the primary... Neck and neck with federal, 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 fellow Republican Ted Cruz in the Iowa caucuses race. That's another one they wanted to make president. Ted Cruz. Another disgusting person. So I'm watching the game yesterday, Trump said. What used to be considered a great tackle, a violent head-on tackle, if that was done by Dick Buckus... They'd say he's the greatest player. If that was done by Lawrence Taylor, you used to see these tackles. It was incredible to watch, wasn't it? You know, when uh, when all the pawns... Not, they're not human beings. They're just... It's like gladiators. Die. Just die. You know, I... I what was the gladiator... The gladiator pledge? For real. I pledge to be beaten, to be burned, to be, let's say, pledge, beaten, burned. They would swear an oath. I will, here it is. I will endure to be burned, to be bound, to be beaten, and to be killed by the sword. That's it. We're going back to the good old days. Remember the good old days 2,000 years ago? Let's get back there. It was so tough back then. You could just be killed by your autocrat. You know, the good old days. Just for fun by a bunch of rich people. Yeah, they could just watch you bleed so they could... Be entertained. So, getting back to the article about toxic masculinity and the Republican death cult. NYU psychology professor Eric Knowles and doctoral student Sarah DiMuccio queried 300 men on Amazon's crowdsourcing platform, Mechanical Turk, to discover whether they had or would search for terms such as erectile dysfunction, how to get girls, penis enlargement, testosterone, and Viagra, among others. They discovered a high level of concern about masculinity was strongly associated with interests in these search topics. Then they correlated the geographic dispersion of these search topics in 2016 with how such areas voted in that year's election, finding that support for Trump 
in the 2016 election was higher in areas that had more searches for topics such as erectile dysfunction. Moreover, this relationship persisted after accounting for demographic attributes in media markets such as education level and racial composition, as well as searches for topics unrelated to fragile masculinity such as breast augmentation and menopause. The researchers also checked relations between fragile masculinity and voting in 2008 and 2012, finding that the correlation of fragile masculinity and voting in presidential elections was distinctively stronger in 2016 than it was when John McCain and Mitt Romney were Republican presidential candidates. Well, Trump is tickling that, that funny bone like he tickles the racist funny bones. Well, bone. He said bone. Similarly, similarly, in the over 390 House races which featured a Republican versus a Democrat, Republicans gained more support in areas with elevated search levels of terms related to fragile masculinity. However, there were no significant relationships between fragile masculinity and voting in 2014 or 2016 congressional erec- erections, elections, I mean. These, this suggests that fragile masculinity is now become, becoming a stronger predictor of voting behavior. Knowles and DiMuccio noted that their findings should be considered with caveats They said that fragile masculinity didn't decrease support for female candidates in 2018. Okay, let me explain. I didn't do this research or whatever, but the thing is, Republican men will vote for a Republican woman as long as that woman is a bigger misogynist than the Republican male. It's a requirement for for the right wing female. Look at Amy Comey Barrett, whatever the hell. She's the worst. We'll get to her. I know it's late, but I don't care. We're going late today. I started late. The researchers wrote that the research reported here is correlation. No, we can't be entirely sure that fragile masculinity is causing people to vote in a certain way. However, given that Experimental work has identified a causal connection between masculinity, concerns, and political beliefs. We think the correlations we've identified are important. They also noted that they can't say whether fragile masculinity will guide voting after Trump is no longer prominent. Well, let me give my opinion. Um, Yeah, it's always been there. Twitter, just like racism. It's always been there. And the Republicans use it. At Trump, he, he put down the dog whistle and picked up the bullhorn. Same thing. They've always had this problem in the right. It's just that it's more pronounced and out in the open now. Trump earned 52% of the male vote in 40 and 41% of female votes. What's wrong with them? What's wrong with them all? I'm not just talking about the women, the men, the humans. In the 2016 presidential election. All right. 
that's that. Well, where's the other one? There was another one. Here's from the Washington Post. How Donald Trump appeals to men secretly insecure about their manhood. What is it? Wait, hold on. I need to look something up quickly. Uh, I have this, um, I have this document where I keep these articles whenever I find them about Republican, about the Republican brain. (laughs) Because I do study Republicans, as you know, like Jane Goodall studied the apes. Uh, Let's see. So I like to keep my research. Hmm. Let's see. Republican. So I have all these articles. I'm trying to remember what I called the goddamn article. That's why I can't find it. Let's see. Oh, yeah, that's what it was. Conservatism. Because there are there's so much uh, research done on conservatism being is it's a mental disorder. That's why you will hear the right wing they say it all the time. Liberalism is a mental disease or mental disorder. And it's what? Every day is opposite day. They will accuse, they'll point, it's, it's projection. It's psychological projection. Let's see. While I'm looking this up, did anybody see that Comey rule on HBO, which was rather boring, frankly, and also disturbing, but, it, but interesting. And frightening because that the way that they they laid it out when you saw them in the process like michael flynn meeting with putin and all the other the lies uh like flynn talking to kislyak the russian agent on the phone saying don't do anything tell putin not to do anything about the diplomats that obama expelled from the country for them interfering for them attacking our elections for Trump in the name of Trump. And Michael Flynn got on the phone and told Kislyak, Oh, don't tell Putin to hold, you know, hold his powder, save his, keep his powder dry because we're getting into the office and everything's going to be okay. And that's what happened. So remember when Putin didn't respond when Obama kicked out the diplomats and he said, oh, I won't be responding to this because there was a backroom deal. Because, you know, and here's the the other thing is not only did Flynn not register himself as a foreign agent, he was, he lied and lied to the FBI about him talking to Kislyak and telling Putin not to, not to do anything. They were all, they were listening to him. As they should have been, as they should be to protect this country. 
And Flynn should have known that, too. That's the other thing. He should have known he wasn't being... He, they, they were listening to the, the Russian spies' phone calls. And then they got... Well, they, they caught this other traitor in the trap. And then Twitler made the traitor his national security advisor. Because they're all goddamn traitors. And Twitler made a deal with Putin... Saying, don't worry about it. I'll reverse everything that Obama did. And that's what he did. Meanwhile, Twitler's campaign is infested with Russian agents. And that's the witch hunt they're talking about. The thing that's so disgusting, even well, about Comey and Robert Mueller and all of them, is because the, the they were trying to be um what's the word i don't even know like trying it was almost like they were in denial too just how corrupt and what a traitor the entire administration was they kept saying that this russian asset that twitler is a russian asset and they were discussing oh what what if he wins and then he wins and there's they they find out that you know all this information that there's the uh, Trump administration is infested with Russian operatives, and you know Comey says this never leaves the room and shit like that. That pissed me off. I mean, it's only a movie, but it's based on whatever on truth, and. We know it's true because we got the Mueller report and we have, we lived it. Of course it's true. And people went to jail and Michael Flynn pled guilty twice. So one of the charges was conspiracy against the United States. Goddamn traitors like, what's your name? Donald, not just Trump. The guy on the chat. Oh, I think he's gone. Donald. Oh, he. Oh, Donald Owens. Yeah, there he is. And come on. Please. Give me a break here, traitors. You. If you are voting for this, you're a goddamn traitor. And these goddamn. You know, the uh, call me goddamn, goddamn, <laughs> goddamn, goddamn, really trying to pretend like it's not happening. And that's really one of the ways authoritarianism takes hold is that those who are what Twitler calls the deep state are people who work in the government. They are they're the patriots. They're the people trying to keep this country safe. They're trying to act with integrity. One of the things that that they all had in common, that everybody who Twitler got rid of was somebody who did, did something with integrity, did something in the good interest of the country, unlike Twitler and all of the, all the goddamn... Why do I keep saying goddamn? All of the morons who he surrounds himself with and traitors. All the traitors he surrounds himself with. 
But come on, come on. And they're going to vote for him? And these are the same, these are the people who are dancing at his rallies, like, with, with flags on their shirts. It's a joke. Putin must be... It's not that he's smart, though. Putin just must be so pleased. He couldn't have even imagined how how successful he'd be, how easy it would be. And they also went into how, and it's going on now, the Russians are infiltrating, Well, how they're spreading fake news all over the internet about Democrats. And now they're doing it about Joe Biden and, uh, and Kamala Harris. God damn it. Right. Political conservatism. Here it is. Took me a long time to find it. Political conservatism is a mild form of insanity. I have so many of these articles. This one's from psychology. Oh, God damn it. It's not there anymore. Don't you hate when that happens? It was an old article. I could probably find something. A, uh, a similar one. Political... Because they've done these studies about conservatism. Look. Study of Bush's psyche... Touches a nerve. Because Republicans don't like the truth. And then they say, here's the other thing, because the study came out that conservatism was more akin to a cult. And they started saying, oh, we're being picked on. They're pathologizing politi- our, our uh, political our political leanings. But the fact is, the GOP, today's GOP, meets the definition, the very definition of a cult. Here, here you go. The group displays excessively zealous and unquestioning commitment to its leader, regards his belief system, ideology, and practices as the truth, and law. This is, you know, your cult leader. Questioning doubt and dissent are discouraged or even punished. Like that robocall I got. Cursing at me. The leadership dictates some, sometimes in great detail how members should think, act, and feel. For example, for example members get permission to date change jobs, marry, or leaders prescribe what types of clothes to wear, where to live, where or whether or not to have children, how to discipline those children. Well, it's sort of, uh, I guess maybe they're not telling us where to live, but they are telling us what's real America and what isn't. How you don't want to be like those Massachusetts liberals, all those California liberals, all those New York values. Sons of bitches. The group is elitist, claiming a special exalted status for itself, like the the QAnon crowd, they uh, making America great. 
And, well, again, real Americans, which makes me sick. They're not real Americans. We're real Americans. The fact that they're like, I'm a real American, makes them not the real Americans. They don't even see that. Real America. What's real America? It's another way to divide this country. But that started long ago. That was Bush. They've been doing that for generations, these these Republicans. Divide and conquer. The group has a polarized us versus them mentality, which may cause conflict with the wider society. This is just a definition of a cult. Where any uh, anything differ from not just the Trump cult, what about the Republican con cult? The group teaches or implies that it's supposedly exalted and ends justify whatever means it deems necessary. Like this Amy Coney Barrett, like blocking Obama and the American people who elected him from f- filling a Supreme Court seat or the, or the court seats in itself. Hundreds of them taking over the court by any means necessary, attacking the vote. All of these things, this, they believe the ends justify the means. Lying before Congress, lying to the American people. Killing the Amer- American people. Making us the laughing stock of the world. This may result in members participating in behaviors or activities they would have considered reprehensible or unethical before joining the group. Oh, how about we say these, let's change it a little bit for, for the Trump cult. This may result in members participating in behaviors or activities they would have considered reprehensible or unethical if Democrats did it or Obama did it. Jesus Christ, such as lying, collecting money for bogus charities. That's on the list. Lying? Lying? (laughs) It's crazy. They they are a cult. The most loyal members, the quote-unquote true believers, feel there can be no life outside the context of the group. They believe there is no other way to be and often fear reprisals to themselves or others if they leave, or even consider leaving. Absolutely. That's the Republican cult. Of course they are. Try leaving. Try being different in that cult. Try not being a toxic masculine, even if you're a female. Conservatism linked to lack of education. Here's another study. A recently released study showed that people at the end of college are more liberal than people starting college. And it also showed that students at the end were not necessarily more knowledgeable about government and civics issues. According to a wide range of right-wing media, this is a sign that college makes people more liberal. This is a bad thing because, according to them, liberal professors are pushing their beliefs onto students, but get this, they aren't necessarily learning more. First, it is outlandish to to suggest that overall students aren't learning more because college, 
because they don't know more about government and history. But what about all the other subjects? This is somebody's opinion here. Now we're going into it. Secondly, when was education a bad thing? Well, when it interferes with the Republican mission to destroy democracy. Let's see. A new study out of Yale University confirms what argumentative liberals have always, have long known, offering reality-based rebuttals to conservatives only makes conservatives cling to their lies even harder. GGG. Unreal. Hate and violence are encoded into the DNA of the Republican right. Some of these articles are not there anymore. They're old. Oh, that sucks. I gotta go and use the Wayback Machine to find them. I should save the articles themselves. Now I'm learning better. Learning more better way to go. Conservative politics is linked to low-effort thinking, a study finds. <laughs> Intelligence study links low IQ to prejudice, racism, and conservatism. There you go. All right. And then I have this here, the Republican Hypocrites Hall of Fame... That's a needs an update. There's a whole lot of like Larry Craig, George Reekers, Richard Curtis. Anyway, who remembers these people? Let's go back to talking about Amy Coney Barrett. She's she's a bitch. <laughs> That's it. She's a bitch. No, if only. She is... I watched her accept Twitler's nomination. She sounded almost reasonable, but she's not. She's a liar, like the rest of them. I will honor RBGC. I know who I'm taking over for whatever if i am to be confirmed who cares whatever these republican so-called i don't know justices she's not a justice yeah she will be the third member of the supreme court that took part in bush v gore this should be even more concerning and it's also another reason why they're pushing her onto the court trump Twitler knows that exactly what we're, we say here, what that the, the illegitimate Republican Party, they don't care about winning elections legitimately. They're already showing their hand, talking about throwing the election to the courts, and they want her on the bench to ensure that they will steal another election. Fraudulent elections is one of the telltale signs of a failed government, of a failed democracy. Of course, it makes sense. 
fraudulent elections. It's a, one of the 15 characteristics of fascism. So here's an article from Slate. The top contender for Ruth Bader Ginsburg's seat has a fundamentally cruel vision of the law. Now let's um, remind everybody that Ruth Bader Ginsburg is not even in the ground yet. So she can't she she can't roll over in her grave because they haven't put her in her grave yet. And already they are they're doing everything they can to dismantle her legacy. And that's a legacy that we all fought for. That the majority of the American people fought for. And this tyrannical minority death cult that squats in the White House and squats in the Senate despite receiving fewer votes and squatted in the House when they were in the majority despite receiving fewer votes are inflicting a a dystopian vision on this country that we will not recover from. In my lifetime, that's for sure. We worked hard to get as far as we have that where we don't where where women you know didn't have to have a filthy republican in her goddamn doctor's office with her. But they're in there. When I think of what women go through in this country, and I, I, I don't know. I want to have, um, I really want to go like medieval on it before they drag us back to the goddamn dark ages. Writing laws and enacting laws where women have to be raped by instrumentation by a doctor before she can have an abortion. We're talking about having an internal sonogram. Where they have to... An unnecessary medical procedure. Where they have to stick a... a, 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 They got to stick something inside your body against your will that you don't need. So you could be even more shamed or more violated. It could be even more traumatic for you. It's not traumatic enough. These, these bastards really. And on top of what we talk about all the time, you're not decreasing the number of abortions. If you roll back abortions or the legal abortions, Abortion rates don't go down. What goes down are safe abortions. Women have been getting abortions since since we've been having sex. Forever. It was never a problem until women started to get rights to uppity. That's when it became that's when these teachings of the so of the so-called religious right started to change. This is what they do. They fix the facts around the policy all the time. 
life for many for decades for for millennia they never had life begins at conception they didn't even know it was always the quickening or whatever the hell it was conception the quickening i think is when you can hear the baby move or feel it or whatever not the well whatever the fetus i don't know it's infuriating the fact is if nobody likes abortion whatever so stop passing policies republicans that increase the number abortion rates go down under democratic policies that's just the fact why doesn't every democrat repeat that i don't get it they should be on every cable network saying that it doesn't stop abortions what it does is stop safe abortions and we will get more dead women that's what will happen and this is why women fought for this for privacy it's really privacy in your doctor's office and i really wish that uh it would have been framed that way from the beginning not choice it's not about choice and yeah the choice because they say the choice to kill no it's about privacy do you have the do you have the uh agency to make your own decisions without a filthy republican and you're off in your doctor's office sticking his turtle neck in his gross turtle neck and the only reason they're doing it is to get the suckers to vote for them that's it they don't care who's who dies if women die in back alleys or motel rooms as they did they don't care who cares do we get some suckers to vote for us get them to wait online and talk about babies babies don't kill babies well don't they're the ones that kill babies they kill them, they starve them, they put them in cages. They separate them from their mommies. And then they, when they're old enough, they send them to die in some corporate war of aggression, needlessly, based on lies. And then when they come home damaged from the war of corporate aggression, they call them suckers and losers and take away their lifelines. So... You don't like abortion. Nobody does. Stop blocking universal health care, universal higher education, living wages. Those policies decrease abortion. They are also, how about, you know, reality-based family planning? That also reduces abortion, not abstinence. For God's sakes... It's only the truth, but don't let that get in the way. Republicans. It never does. So, yeah, when I get attacked online or whatever by these right-wingers, these idiots, they say, babies, what about the baby? Or whatever. I'm like, yeah, what about them? Stop. Why, why are you making so many abortions, Republicans? With your policies. If you really didn't like it, then vote Democratic. 
Seriously. And that's what we have to fight back with when they start with this bullshit. Well, they're pro-life. You know, online, or not just online, on corporate media, they're always like, well, these uh, evangelicals are pro-life. Why are they using that? They're frames. These disingenuous frames. Well, whatever. We know why. It's easier. It's so much easier not to argue with them, and they don't want to tickle their, um, you know, their very easily offended trigger, I don't know, snowflake trigger, and have them attack. You're anti-religious, or you're bigoted, or you're, uh, you're mocking religious people. That not, has nothing to do with it. Just get your stupid Republican nose out of my doctor's office and your and your fake Jesus that you pretend to worship. You want to worship Jesus? Do what he said. Go in your closet. That's what he said. Go in the closet and pray, but shut your filthy mouth. They don't even listen to the to the person that they pretend to worship. They defy his his words. They're talking about what did uh what's her face say? Only Amy Coney Barrett, the kingdom of God. We want we want to create the kingdom of God here. Oh, where have I heard that before? How about the entire history of Western civilization? They were all always about creating the kingdom of God when they were stirring up all of uh, the crusade. Religious, all kinds of religious holocausts that went on. God, the kingdom of God. Who's God? Who's goddamn God? The oh, her her God, her handmade God, the handmaid and the head. Who's in a goddamn organization that has a hand made and a head? <laughs> that's who we're talking about. That, that's somebody that Twitler and the right wing want to put on the Supreme Court to oppress us. The minority wants to oppress us. They don't like it. They don't, you know why? They want, it's, we know why. It's a ruse. It's all if the Republicans could suck votes out of a constituency, can sucker a let's say they needed the gays or whatever the hell, the gays. I'm a gay, so whatever, the gays. They would they would adjust their ideology accordingly. And pander to whatever. So they don't really care about abortion or religion or Jesus. Like Ted Cruz really cares about Jesus. He's a liar. Well, while he's kissing Twitler's ass, lying, sending people to die based on lies, separating babies from their children. I mean, from their children, from their parents for good 
please. Yeah, they were all about my faith. My faith motivates me. It gives me strength. My, it gives me the strength to shove my faith down your faith. Down your face. My faith. You got no faith. In what? Your faith. The only God you got is the unholy dollar. Twitler and company. Is yourself. If you had faith, you would... Why are you so greedy? Why are you so goddamn greedy? Why are you so selfish? Why are you so... Uh, all about the worldly things. I thought that you were all about heaven and Jesus. What did Jesus say? Didn't he say, give all your money to the poor and follow him? Well, what, what you're waiting for? What's your favorite Bible passage? Like we're all supposed to have one. Trump is, oh, I love the Bible. It's just so personal to me. What's your favorite? I mean, everybody can pick one. If you've even read the Bible. I mean, I went to religious instruction. I have an itch. What's my favorite? If somebody said, what's your favorite Bible verse? I would be like, I don't know. Uh, the rich can't. It's easier for the rich to get through an eye of a needle than into heaven? How's that for a good one? Or what else? Well, what does Jesus say? He said, let's see, on the Sermon on the Mount. I mean, you could make something up like that, right? You, If you read the Bible, if you had any interest or any instruction in religion, wouldn't you know? You could pick something like that. Just say something. Turn the other cheek. Right? Pick. But he, oh, it's just too personal. Because Twitler, I mean, uh, Jesus never said anything about uh, grabbing by the pussy. Or, uh, uh, I'm really rich. He never said... Uh, I'm I'm so greedy, 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 greedy. Like Twitler. He never mocked a disabled man. He never said to yeah. He never. Uh, what else did he do? He never did. He never <laughs> protected um, a king who lords over a literal handmaid's tale after he lured a a journalist into into an embassy and dismembered him alive he never went uh, on twitter and praised them him or the the friggin murderer who did it i don't feel good about turning down money because my whole life I've been greedy, greedy, greedy. I've grabbed all the money I could get. I'm so greedy. That's your hero, Donald Owens. I don't feel good about turning down money. 
Because my whole life I've been greedy, greedy, greedy. I've grabbed all the money I could get. I'm so greedy. It's pathetic. Aren't they pathetic? Well, here's this other freak. She's belongs to some Christian, some Catholic organization that has handmaids. Well, they changed the name, though. Because after the Handmaid's Tale came out. But in this Christian organization, we talked a little bit about it. The women are called handmaids. And the men are called heads. Because they're heads, you know. They're the heads of the women. Like it says in the Bible. Women, shut your mouths and uh, be like, you you know, just let your man do whatever the hell he wants. Because he's the head. You know, because he's got um, an XY chromosome. Or whatever. I mean, what does he have? Why, why? Now I'm getting wrong. I'm getting it wrong. It's getting late. <laughs> what is it? X, Y. Chromosome. How old is it? Women have. Now I'm getting confused. X, X. And men have X, Y, right? Now that I'm saying that. Yes. One X and one Y. Female have two X. And. What is interesting, as you know, because there's that whole, why do men have nipples? Everybody asks, not everybody, but I bet you Twitler doesn't know. It's because all human beings begin life as females in the womb. That is the, it's sort of like the blueprint for humanity. And at a certain point, you, you know, become a man or a woman or whatever in between or anything or human. You're a human. I'm sorry. Um, my, my cis bias, I guess, is showing. I don't know. I don't know. I'm trying. I'm trying. Okay, Ruth Bader Ginsburg's death presents Donald Trump with an opportunity to transform the United States beyond, far beyond most Americans' comprehension. Replacing the justice with a conservative would mark the single most consequential act of his presidency, of his illegal, less vote-getting, Putin-enabled presidency. This is an abomination, and it has to be stopped or nullified. After the fact, if they ram this bitch on the court, we can't. Oh, well, that's just that. Sort of like Bush v. Gore. Don't be sore losers. We're not the losers. They're the losers. That's why they got to cheat. All right. It would doom policies and precedents that have come to form a cornerstone of American law. It's not hard to foresee what the court would accomplish if Justice Brett Kavanaugh becomes the swing vote. Who is another illegitimate asshole? The consensus among legal and political analysts is that Judge Amy Coney Barrett whom Trump placed on a federal appeals court in 2017, is the leading candidate to fill Ginsburg's seat. Uh, and here's an aside. She's already in, an, in, in a stolen seat. Amy Coney Barrett. 
she squats in a seat that Barack Obama put another judge up for and Mitch McConnell blocked. So she's a bitch without integrity too. No honor there. They have absolutely no honor, like Neil Gorsuch. Every time Democrats get in front of a camera, they need to say, D- Neil Gorsuch, not all, well, first, this is what I have to say. Kavanaugh, well, Roberts, and Gorsuch are illegitimate Supreme Court justices. Roberts was appointed by A. Well, we, you know, we can go back there. Another so-called president who received fewer votes and was put on into the presidency illegitimately by the Supreme Court. Okay, but if you want to keep it uh, more in the current events, Gorsuch and Kavanaugh are both illegitimate, but Gorsuch, especially, all of them suck, but Gorsuch is a man without honor. He's a man without integrity because if he had any integrity, when Mitch McConnell called him in and said, oh, here, I got, I'm going to put you on the Supreme Court because that's what Mitch McConnell did. He would say, I'm not participating in this illegitimate, illegal, corrupt power grab, Mitch. We have a president right now who who um well we had a president who appointed who put forward Merrick Garland that none of the right wingers would would even see now they're saying oh god i'm going to lose my mind on twitter another oh well and all over the place their excuse is now that it's not that um cuz they're all quoting they're they're throwing out quotes from Democrats saying that it is the uh, the duty um, to, um, what do you call it, interview and seat the Supreme Court justice. Like, the things that Democrats said during the justice, uh, during the Gorsuch thing, when, he, when Mitch McConnell was blocking the seat. And they're throwing up all these quotes. They should um, take up a vote. And without delay and things like that. But now their their whole excuse is that, oh, it's not that a president um, puts forth, you know, nominates a justice and the Supreme Court, I mean, and the Senate vets the justice. It's that it's when... The justice is nominated in an election year, and the so this I'm trying to get it right. And the Senate is of the opposing party. They only put the Supreme Court justice through if the Senate is of the same party. This is their new law. The new excuse. And all the doltard, the dotards, the dum-dums, the Donald Owens of the world on Twitter are, this is what they're saying. That's their excuse. This should be 
I'm just I'm looking for this one goddamn tweet that somebody said to me right before we went on air. It's unbelievable. Here we go. I'll show you. I'll show you my screen. Chuck Schumer, what just when you think Trump can't get any lower, he burrows deeper into the cesspool of callous classlessness. Democrats are united in, uh, in fighting to honor Ruth Bader Ginsburg's last wish. My most fervent wish is that I will not be replaced until a new president is installed. And this, whatever the hell, the red-headed libertarian... A president is elected for four years, not three. She quotes Ruth Bader Ginsburg in 2016. So someone responds, BLA. Yes, and there are retired Republicans now saying publicly their excuse used in 2016 was wrong, even though they supported it in 2016. Not many will argue it isn't outside the constitutional intent, but the precedent was set by Republicans in 2016, ignoring her comment. So then this bitch responds, the only precedent set is that the Senate was controlled by Republicans, and then, and then the Republicans now who both want a constitutional justice. That's the precedent. This is their new law. They're rewriting the Constitution on the fly now. Because the Constitution, according to them, says that, well, the president nominates a Supreme Court justice and the Senate vets and, uh, and puts that justice on, and confirms that justice, but only if the, the executive and the legislative bodies are in the same party. Son of a bitch. These people making it up, fixing the facts around the policy. That's what they do. And that's exactly what Amy Coney Barrett's whole mission is. Her whole reason for being is to fix the facts around the policy to destroy this country. Everything that Amy Coney Barrett does is couched in cruelty division in the rich with their boots on the working class neck. The downtrodden, the powerless. She's not, she doesn't fight for them. She's all about making the rich richer, hurting the vulnerable, weakening the oppressed. And she calls herself a Christian. That's what I can't stand about them. If only they were Christian. Seriously. True Christians. I know some true Christians who follow Jesus' teachings. That's their, you know, that's what they like to do. But they're real Christians. They're progressives. They're normal people. They work for the betterment of human beings. 
They help the poor. They do things that are in their teachings that Jesus instructed them to do. They were, it's not for up for debate. It was, that's what he said. Give your money to the poor and follow me. That's not a... Where, where, where are you reading between the lines there? Pat Robertson, Twitler, all of you. Ted Cruz. Mitt Romney. Sarah Palin. Oh, my God. Well, they think Jesus said, don't be gay. That's about it. Don't form a legal marriage contract with somebody of the same peepee. How about visit somebody in prison? Have you ever done that? No, no. They would pull the friggin' cord themselves. They would be like, with the electric chair. They're so pro-life, right? Unreal. What are the Beatitudes? Blessed are the poor in spirit, for theirs is the kingdom of heaven. Blessed are the meek, for <laughs> please the meek. They want to kick the meek in the teeth. Kick down on the meek. The meek is to be mocked. Blessed are the meek. The meek are to be mocked. Oh, look at them. Look at those meek over there. They don't have anything. They don't have any bitches like me. They don't have all this stuff. They're not greedy, greedy, greedy. Look at the meek over there. I don't feel good about turning down money. Because my whole life I've been greedy, greedy, greedy. I've grabbed all the money I could get. I'm so greedy. Isn't he the scum of the earth? There's your hero. I'm so greedy, greedy, greedy. What a scumbag. And I don't want to offend scumbags, I'm telling you. Right? Really. Scumbags have a purpose. And when I say they're scumbags, I'm like, that is an insult to scumbags. Scumbags, they do things for society. You know, where are you going to put your scum? Unreal. What else? Blessed are the merciful. Oh my God. No, no. Mercy. Mercy's for the weak. Mercy's for suckers. You better have money. You want mercy? You gotta, you gotta get paid. Where am I getting? Am I getting paid? You want mercy? You better give me some money. Money for mercy. Mercy. Blessed are they who hunger and thirst for righteousness, for they should be, they shall be satisfied. Well, I think that's um, when Trump, when he hit, well, when he attacked peaceful protesters with tear gas, 
and stood in front of a church holding a Bible upside down. That was him thirsting for righteousness. Blessed are the poor, the, uh, the poor, the pure of heart, for they shall see God. I don't feel good about turning down money because my whole life I've been greedy, greedy, greedy. I've grabbed all the money. I, I grabbed all so the greedy. money. I grabbed all the money. I'm so greedy, greedy, greedy. Yeah, we know, and it shows. You're ugly. All right. Here we go. About Cooney, whatever. Justice Amy, whatever. Handmaiden. She's a hardcore conservative, but that description doesn't quite capture how radically her jurisprudence differs from Ginsburg's. The justice viewed the Bill of Rights and Civil Rights Acts as generous guarantees of human dignity that must be read expansively to achieve their purpose. By contrast, Barrett's view of the law is fundamentally cruel. During her three years on the Seventh Circuit Court of Appeals, Barrett has either written or joined a remarkable number of opinions that harm unpopular and powerless individuals who rely on the judiciary to safeguard their rights. Faced with two plausible readings of law, fact or precedent, Barrett always seems to choose the harsher, stingier interpretation. Can job applicants sue employees whose policies have a disproportionately deleterious impact on older people? Barrett says no. Because that's so Christian, right? That's all about respecting, uh, honoring thy mother and father. Isn't that one of the commandments? Should courts halt the deportation of an immigrant who faced torture at home? Barrett said no. Remember, give me your tired, your poor, your huddled masses yearning to be free, and all those laws we wrote or helped write after we beat fascism, ensuring that another Holocaust wouldn't happen again, allowing humans to, to ask for asylum here in this great bastion of freedom and democracy. Should they protect refugees denied asylums, asylum on the basis of xenophobic prejudice? Barrett said no. Refugee, I mean, this, this bitch doesn't seem to read her own Bible. Should they shield prisoners from unjustified violence by correctional officers? Barrett said no. Unjustified violence. Not even justified. Unjustified violence. Should minors be allowed to terminate a pregnancy without telling their parents if a judge has found that they're mature enough to make the decision? Barrett said no. Because she's sticking her big Republican nose in it. Should woman, some, another judge said, okay, 
the kid should do it or whatever this child or what's a child i don't know the details but that's why they went to court i suppose but barrett she knows better should women women be permitted to obtain an abortion upon discovering a severe fetal abnormality barrett said no because you're a vessel Severe female abnormality? Uh, Put that woman through the trauma. Who knows what that is? The baby could have no brain. It could just have a brain stem. A severe fetal abnormality. But that's what they do. Force you to go through this to give birth to something that might not live past three hours in a country that has no health care. So whatever has to happen then, you got to pay the bills. It's also like how they force women to have funerals for miscarriages. Yeah, that they do. Scumbags. There is no question that, if confirmed, Barrett would cast the fifth vote to either hollow out Roe v. Wade or overturn it altogether. Similarly, there is no doubt that Barrett would dramatically expand the Second Amendment, invalidating gun control measures from around the country. It's quite possible, perhaps even likely, that within a year of her confirmation, Americans... Where the heck the, the thing just popped to another part? Of the page as I was reading it. Where is it? It is quite possible, perhaps even likely, that within a year of her confirmation, Americans would be forbidden from terminating a pregnancy in 21 states, but permitted to purchase assault weapons and carry firearms in public in every state. These sons of bitches. Like here in New York, we have very strict gun control laws. You can't walk around in friggin' Walmart with an assault weapon. And you wouldn't want to. Why would you want to? Because we're not that fearful here. We're not that little and tiny here. But let Amy Coney Barrett get a hold of it. Get a hold of our... Remember states' rights? That doesn't apply. They are the tyranny of the minority. They only talk about states' rights when they are whining that we're asking them to evolve somehow. Like, not treat other human beings like less than whatever, less than human. Like, hey, how about we all have health care? What about that? Like the rest of the world. But, yeah. That's Amy Coney Barrett. So while she forces you to have a child that has severe abnormalities so you could pay those bills or maybe go bankrupt, she won't, she'll take away your health care. Make sure you have no protections. Abortion and guns, however, are just the beginning. Barrett's confirmation would heighten the odds that the Supreme Court would eradicate the entire Affordable Care Act in 2021. 
stripping health insurance from more than 20 million people. Red states challenged the law after Congress zeroed out the penalty for those who forego health insurance in 2017, a frivolous challenge that nonetheless found support amongst conservative judges in the lower courts because they have an agenda. Chief Justice Roberts, who twice saved the ACA, seems unlikely to kill it now, but Barrett has criticized Roberts' 2012 opinion, saving the law, suggesting she would join the other four conservatives to destroy it root and branch. That decision would reverse Medicaid expansion, abolish the exchanges and federal subsidies for insurance, <clears throat> excuse me, and protections for pre-existing conditions, erase what's left of the contraceptive mandate, allow insurance to kick young adults off their parents' plans, and much more, including having to cover your um, preventative care. Um, many, all, everybody is on Obamacare. I know these freaking fascists don't like it because it has Obama in it, and they thought that you saying Obamacare would turn everybody off. Now people like it, but everyone's on Obamacare. You see, insurance companies can't kick you off when you get sick. Insurance companies can't say, oh, you, you hit your lifetime cap before you hit puberty because you had leukemia or something, or maybe you had a severe fetal abnormality now that you got to pay, not you, but your parents have to pay for, and now that they're broke. It's, they, uh, everybody's on Obamacare. That's the point. But all of those protections will be taken away, and the little protections that we have for these health insurance racketeers who, I'm telling you, we, we, you know how Trump talks about the stock market? The health insurance racket is doing great, especially in this pandemic. They are reaping record profits. This is disgusting. And if, if Amy Coney Barrett gets her mitts on it, her claws, it's done. Those protections are done. And we better, God damn it, not roll over for it. Us, normal people, I'm done with these efforts. The only option is Medicare for all. So they can't F with us. This might be the thing that brings Medicare for all to fruition, frankly. These sons of bitches go after and um, undo the Affordable Care Act, nothing less than, than Medicare for All is going to fix it. And stuffing more Supreme Court justices onto the bench, frankly, after, after they steal another seat. I have something on my face. Ugh. All available data indicates that people will die as a result of this ruling. Yep. Unreal. She don't care. She's so, she's a she's so uh, Christian. She's a Christian, a fake one. Barrett and conservative colleagues isn't. Oh yeah, Kavanaugh is like that too. All crying about. Oh my my God, we prayed. 
after I, my little girl said, we should pray for the woman. Because I told my little girl that I wasn't a rapist and she's crying and now I'm crying too. And she, <sighs> I like beer, okay? I like beer. All right. Imagine um, Obama saying that. Imagine Obama putting up a, a justice. All right. All right. I like beer. All right. With Squee and Squicky and Lenny and Squiggy and Shamil and Shamazel. We like, you know, beer. Oh, God. Where do we live? We got these idiots up there saying, oh, no, no problem there. I gotta, I don't have a little dick. And now we have this. I like beer. Holy shit. Why is there a hair in my face? Everyone on top of everything else. I like beer. All right. <laughs> we should pray. Daddy, we should pray for the woman that you told us you didn't rape. You know, because daddies would never lie about that to their daughters 25 years after they were a drunken frat boy. Daddies would never tell us that lie, right, Daddy? If you raped her or tried to. You know, when you were drinking the beer that you like, you would never, would, you would tell us, wouldn't you, Daddy? You would tell your young daughter, well, I like beer, and when I liked beer, I would also like grabbing them by the pussy. Without them, it didn't matter if they liked it or not. If they liked it, that's incidental. Like. They're just going to like it. Sort of like, you know, how Trump. We like it when he grabs us by our pussies. Says the entire Republican Party. And that means um, when he shakes hands with Ted Cruz. He's grabbing them by the pussy. Yes, Andrea says, Tara, what if Medicare for All goes to the court? Of course. That's, uh, yeah. Um, it's also, it, it will. It will. But by that time, I'm, this is what I'm hoping, uh, the American people will not stand for that shit. But also, I am hoping that well, I mean, maybe this is my naivete, that the Democrats put more justices on the court. That's what FDR did, or tried to do. After the court would rule, the, after they ruled against his New Deal programs, he was like, alright, fuck this shit. It never came down to that because suddenly the Supreme Court started ruling in the favor of the New Deal. But that's what we have to do. I like beer, though, you know? Barrett and her 
Conservative colleagues would also take a machete to the thicket of laws that protect the health and safety of millions of Americans. The current conservative justices have already telegraphed their desire to invalidate federal statutes that direct executive agencies to limit pollution, guard against labor exploitation, monitor Wall Street, and protect consumers from predatory practices. Barrett's confirmation would be a catastrophe for the climate. She may well overrule the landmark 4-5 decision long despised by conservative that compels the federal government to regulate carbon emissions. Even if Congress passes new legislation to curb greenhouse gas emissions, the court's conservative supermajority may strike it down. Can you believe this shit? Conservative supermajority. We're not even... This is not a conservative country. This is the tyranny of the minority, and I'm sick of it. And we're sick of it. The whole country is sick from it. Even if conservatives... Oh, yeah, where was I? I said that already. Many more precedents that have become ingrained in the fabric of American life would be thrown into peril upon Barrett's confirmation. Affirmative action, Miranda rights, marriage equality, DACA, independent agencies, what remains of the Voting Rights Act. Ginsburg understood this, hence her deathbed plea to be replaced by a new president. McConnell understands this too. Hence his near instant, his near instant statement that he intended to help Trump install a new justice. What a scum. She wasn't even cold yet. And that turtle effer put out a statement like that. Unbelievable. In 2016, what am I saying unbelievable? It's completely believable. Believe them. In 2016, he justified blockading the nomination of Merrick Garland by insisting the American people should decide. But McConnell knows that this opportunity is far too important to leave in the hands of the American people this time around. Whether or not they admit it, every judge on Trump's current Supreme Court shortlist must realize that accepting the nomination, accepting a nomination to fill Ginsburg's seat before January 20th, 2021 would mean spitting on the late justice's grave. Of course, that's why Ted Cruz didn't want her dying wish put into a statement about Justice Ginsburg after she died. These filthy fascists. Well, if it's not there, it doesn't exist, right? Freak. In the late stage, oh, this is hard. It's just horrible that she, she must have been, oh, beside herself with, the knowledge, just trying to hold on, fighting every day for every goddamn day above ground, and then knowing she's not going to make it to see the next election and hopefully get rid of the freaking Russian asset in the White House. And the only thing, the last thing she could do 
was exactly what Cory Booker wants us to do, appeal to Republican decency that doesn't exist. But Ginsburg, she knew. She knew it didn't exist. She was just throwing a Hail Mary pass. Should Barrett accept the nomination anyway? Of course. She did. Because she has no honor, like Neil Gorsuch. They have no honor. None of them do. And and I I made a meme like this to tweet out years ago and still tweet it out on occasion. I'm going to tweet it again, I guess. It has, But he has no honor. I, it has to be out there in the Democratic consciousness. Stop being, I don't know, just start having... Um, the courage of con- of your convictions. Not you guys, but... Because I know you already do. But those Democrats who, like Cory Booker, who's like, let's appeal to their decency. What? They have no decency. Haven't you been watching? So, every time we... Talk about Gorsuch. It has to be... The American people have to be reminded. He is a man without honor. In an illegitimate seat. An illegitimate Supreme Court justice. He's a, he's illegitimate. Like the illegitimate Twitler who, uh, um, who nominated him. Like the illegitimate Senate that confirmed him and his illegitimate co-conspirators on the bench, Kavanaugh and Roberts. Roberts, I would say, all right, even though he's still illegitimate, appointed by... that. That's, there's no um, reason not to remind the American people that these, even Roberts, Roberts was appointed by a so-called president who was installed by the Supreme Court that received fewer votes the president that president received fewer votes just like this one enough and they act like they have a mandate like this is goddamn saudi arabia like they're the goddamn royal family of saudi arabia or kim jong-un that's what they act like should barrett accept the nomination anyway this writer says yeah, well, maybe he's hoping against hope. But she has integrity? Of course not. This is Mark Joseph Stern in Slate wrote this article. Should Barrett accept the nomination anyway? It will tell us everything we need to know about her character. Exactly. And should the Senate confirm her, Democrats must honor Ginsburg and Ginsburg's entreaty by committing themselves to reversing the damage by any means necessary any means that's goddamn sure holy moly what a where do i live where do i live and yeah i i guess we should call it a night i have so many more things on the plate here this one last, I think it was, it wasn't a tweet, but it was on Reddit. 
And I was listening to Tom Hartman earlier, and he mentioned this. Let me see if I can show you it. We'll show you that. The entire screen? Yeah. My wife has cancer. It took five months to wipe out 20 years of life savings. And that was with insurance. The experience has me turned into a hateful, bitter person. We did everything we were told. We went to college, got degrees, avoided credit card debt, spent wisely, saved a nice chunk of money in savings accounts for reti and retirement accounts, and minded our own business. The USA healthcare system took all of our savings and retirement and forced us to refinance our house so that we lost 15 years of equity. This is a country I'm supposed to be proud of? I hate this system and anyone who defends it. And that is heartbreaking. And that's why we fight. Because everybody there but for the grace of God, whatever, Allah, Anamyaho, Rengekyo, whatever it is, uh, there but for the grace of the mystic law, go I. One day at a time. We only, no, one day, uh, that's how health works. You're healthy one day, and then you're not. If you get through life without a challenge like that, consider yourself lucky. But all of us, we, we are all, that's us, that's us. And this is unacceptable. And I'm, it's horrifying. Yeah, this is a country I'm supposed to be proud of? No, you're not. I hate this system and anyone who defends it, yes, I agree. Anyone who defends it, and that includes... Honestly, it includes Joe Biden. It includes Willie Geist. It includes Chuck Todd and all the, the pundits, the rich in the ivory towers who say, well, the American people love their private insurance. How could you take it away to insure? But how could you take it away by giving everyone health care? It's greed, it's stupidity, it's selfishness, and it's goddamn unpatriotic. Just like this, just like this goddamn country, which is, we're suffering, we're, we are suffocating under the symbols of patriotism, but not the substance. It's like nothing but empty calories here where everyone is starving and malnourished. And really, patriots? My God, look at the patriots. I'm a patriot driving down the street, waving a gun at people with a big flag, a big Trump flag and a flag. That's not patriotism. You're not patriotic. Jesus Christ. All right, guys, guys, guys. Tomorrow is the debate. 
we won't be having a show. I will be watching the debate. We can't do a watch party. I'm not getting into that again. Last time I did the watch party for a Democratic debate, I got put in jail. I got put in YouTube jail. They, sh- they gave me a strike on my channel for copyright infringement. And they shut the channel down for a week. So that can't happen again. So, we'll, we'll, you could join the Discord, actually, if you'd like. If you haven't joined already, join Discord, and maybe we can do some chatting on Discord during the debate. How's that sound? So join it. Join it, join it, join it. All right, and I want to thank you again, Lori, for your super chat, KT. For your super chat and Anthony, thank you so much. Thank you, Deborah. Thank you, Jim, for your super chat. Thank you, Haiku. And thank you again, JD, for your very generous super chat in pounds. I love it. I love that that the show is getting out there across the pond. And it makes me happy. As happy as I can be. I mean, let's let's not get ridiculous here. But, um, and also I want to thank Donna Marie Bach for sponsoring tonight's show with her her patronage. Thank you for becoming a patron. (laughs) Donna, you made the show possible and you make the show possible. With the rest of our patron family, thank you so much, everyone, for all your support. And we will keep going and keep growing. Growing, yes. And thank you, yes. Er Errol, he says, I am so glad to be on your chat. Yay, I'm glad you're here. Thank you all. Thank you, Greg. Hello, Greg and KT and Terry. And Andrea and Eli and Patricia. Hello, hello. And Paradou and Elise. And who else is here? Patricia. I think I. Who did I miss? Richard. Hello, hello. I'm getting tired. I'm going to fall asleep. I hope I can fall asleep. Who did I miss? Anybody? Errol? Patricia? I said hello. Okay. What else? Anthony on Facebook. Hello. Shannon? Hello on Facebook. Richard? Newton Half. He must be there. I don't see his text, though. I maybe... I know I, I thought I kicked him out, but I see people replying to him. Boy, you're the loser, somebody says. Oh, he must be calling me a loser on there? What is he doing there? How is he there? But it's funny how he's always there, though, right? <laughs> I'm glad. Maybe he'll learn something. Isn't that weird? I'm a loser, but he's 
he's watching every single show. I'm glad. Maybe he'll learn something, but I suspect he has other plans. All right, guys, guys, guys. Join us on Discord. Yeah, we'll be hanging out tomorrow. I'll be in there. I'll be chatting. We'll be watching. Won't that be nice? All right, my friends. Remember what I say. Come on. We are on the right side of history. We know it. Progressives. We created this this goddamn country. While the Republic... Well, the conservatives were pining to be trickled upon by the king. We created America. And we'll save it from the likes of them again. So... We are on the right side of history, decency, humanity, and democracy. And we stick together. We win. And we will win. My name is Tara Devlin. Thank you so much. And I'll see you. I'll see you tomorrow on the Discord. And I'll see you very soon. <laughs>